Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Knock, knock, knock. Hey. It's Avon calling. Oh my God, Avon, Avon calling, knocking on your new door of your new house. There's nobody home. <laughs> I can see you in there. I'm eating toast. The house is finished. No, it's not. Well, it's got a door on it. It's got a door and it's got floors. And it's got windows. You guys want to just hear some ASMR of toast eating? When I say that there's butter on this toast, I mean like there's a lump of butter on top and then also the butter has seeped through the bread to the other side. Are you ready? That's the best. Mm. Do you want to hear me lick a pumpkin? Um, you have to do um, it right to the mic. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone! Happy Halloween! Oh I just, yeah! Wait, this is I gonna just come out. a pumpkin. This is gonna come out on Halloween. Wait, we should have done a spooky special. <laughs> so stupid. Well, let's do it. Let's just play play off the cuff and do a spooky a spooky day here. Oh my God! So we always have more ghost stories. Yeah, that's true. So how's it going? It's going great. Living my best life. Is that true or is that or is that bullshit? No, life is good. So, sometimes yeah. I can't tell with you. Sometimes you're like, I'm good. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that question's so hard for me to answer because I have a problem with that question. I mean, we've said this before, but it really bothers me. I can't answer it. No one can. It's such a deep question, and I hate small talk. So it's like, fine, like, what do you want me to say? There's so much I could say, but all I can say is fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I totally know what you mean. And then on the other hand, I get really irritated when people give me, like, too many details about their life. Exactly. So it's a bit confusing. It is confusing. Right, should we get into the news? Yeah, let's get into the news on this spooky Halloween. Spooky. <laughs> I tried this whole month. I tried to watch a scary movie a day. Oh god. To get to get in the mood, and it's not really doable. But I did watch some stuff. What did you watch? Let pause on let's the see. news. Pause. Pause. I watched Corpse Bride. Is that scary? I mean, no. It's, it's spooky. Creepy. Yeah. I watched Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. I watched Ratchet, Ryan Murphy's show. Ratchet. Never heard of that. I watched an episode of Midnight Mass. Mike Flanagan. Big fan of his. Don't know what that is either. <laughs> I'm the worst. You're too busy watching the Kardashians. No, I don't even watch it. That's a fucking insane thing about my obsession with the Kardashians is I do not even watch the program. <laughs> and then I watched, um, I watched, or oh no, I've been reading a lot of Edgar Allan Poe, The Fall of the House of Usher in particular. Is that spooky then? Yeah. 
getting in the spirit getting in the groove i haven't done really anything spooky i mean we've got some good decorations here but every year at halloween i'm like this is the year this is the year i'm doing halloween and then i don't ever do it but this year i am actually going to a halloween party oh wow um, where my friend is throwing it um and the theme of the party is covid scaries which was is what like does that i know mean? it's such a heady thing i was we i was like bitch what the fuck does this mean and and she is like one of these really fun like loud outrageous people and um she's been very animated the whole way through covid she has a lot of opinions and she is not afraid to speak them which i obviously like love because yeah. i love anyone that just like gets gassed up about shit you know right or wrong <laughs> like tr true false right wrong stupid smart i'm i just love it um yeah so i think for her this is like the perfect theme because it was like you know how covid's been such like a big eye opener for so many people i think for her it just has on so many levels specific specifically perfectly um perfectly <laughs> perfectly um politically i love that new word perfectly politically <laughs> i feel like living in america has like somewhat radicalized me during like i moved to america as trump came into office and it has kind of like radicalized me slightly um and then throw like COVID into the mix and now I've just gone like fucking off the res like I'm just like spinning out in the ether like I am the fuck out there and I think she is as well so I love it so we're I can I don't even know what I am I can drop no exactly I think like the most um we always say this like the most outrageous thing that you can be in this climate and economy is a centrist and I you know and I think mm -hmm. that that's like the most like outrageous crazy thing you can be um yeah. as someone that's just like you know i'm down the middle on that i don't really feel <laughs> like i just want nothing to do with the society i'm never voting again uh none of it matters none literally nothing matters you guys nothing we do matters wow happy happy <laughs> In this society, it's all, well, if you read the four agreements, it is all a collective dream of society and it's a living hell is what they say. Oh my God, look, Lucy. Our life is really short, so live it out in the woods. Fucking listen to Lorena McKennett and, and just chill. Who the just do fuck is Lorena McKennett? Okay, sorry. Can't even begin that conversation. Okay, is this like an artist or like a speaker? She's a singer. She's a Canadian folk singer. She sings a lot of old mythical and legend, legend like poems. You know how the Lady of Shalott is an epic, like 15, 20 minute poem? Okay, I'm finding her right now. So she takes that and sets it to music. So she's got these gorgeous old traditional songs that she sets to music and she's just fabulous. You guys, I'm just spinning some Lorena McKenna. You guys, just get a visual. This is what Lucy does in her free time. Yes. This is it. This is what the inside of my head sounds like. Then why are you such a fucking crazy bitch on the outside if this is what the inside sounds know. like? 
that's a good question. I'm trying to align the two. I'm trying to align the way my head sounds on the inside with what actually comes out of my mouth. Oh, I just it's tricky. I just splashed a boob. Way oh, woo. okay, <laughs> okay. We got titties over here, uh, guys. Got... I'm getting out my jumper and I'm stuck. Anyway, what were we talking oh, about? Fuck Your friends knows. I don't is know. political. No, okay. So I can tell what we're gonna be now because we're on. Um, it's the day after. So we are going as the Tiger King cast. So we're doing a family costume, and we're going as the Tiger King cast. Sarah and I are gonna be tigers. Johnny is going to be the Tiger King, and then Alec is going to be um, his boyfriend, the guy with no teeth and all the tattoos. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. I've never, I've never like got so prepared for a costume. Like I ordered a costume on the internet. Wow, I was going to say, are you going to paint your face as a tiger? Yeah, well, I still want to look sexy for the gram, so I don't know. Right, right, right. Oh, be a sexy tiger. Hold on. Just want to get in the spirit. Found these on the road. Devil, devil horns. Wait, how do I put them on? <gasps> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> they work with your headset and everything. Um, how cute is that? Okay, so, so you're gonna be a tiger. You're gonna be a sexy tiger. I love that. Love Tiger King. Made made me very happy when I watched that. My friend, my friend texted me. She's like, "Are you gonna be like a sexy tiger or a funny one?" And I'm like, "Bitch, I'm gonna be a sexy one." What? <laughs> funny tiger like i after after the year i've had and like I, my revenge on this world now is that i'm just gonna be fucking sexy like that's how i feel <laughs> love it i'm with you i am so sexy right now you oh. are that roll neck is doing it for me and this the headband roll neck, turtleneck the headband yeah no bra oh wow Woo. Well, on Halloween, I will be, uh, when people are listening to this, I am currently in the middle of cornfields in Illinois. Which, by the way, could be spooky. Be careful. It'll be super spooky, yeah. How long are you going to be there I'm for? Out. I'm going to be there for five days. I. It'll be very interesting to return there since I've been working on this project that takes place there, and I haven't been back. <gasps> so I'll be seeing my grandparents... Um, graves wow. because a big part of what what you do when you go and visit there is you got to go visit all your family graves you know it's like a thing it's like an outing it in is Illinois yeah oh <laughs> like you you go and see your grandparents on Sunday oh at the at the graveyard so sounds quite morbid well you know it's just a way of life it's my people it's my people Great. And I watched C Coco, and I think that inspired me to do some, like, skeletal makeup on my face. That's that's really all I can think of. But maybe I'll have a brilliant idea. What's Coco? <gasps> Coco's an animated, like, a Pixar film. Oh, about the little boy. About Dia de los Muertos. Oh, yeah, I feel I've seen that, yeah. Um, okay, cute. Well, I love that. That's our Halloween update. Maybe some more spooky things will come to fruition in this episode, since we have no plan and don't know what we're talking about, you know? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Spirits, join us, be with us, and guide us through this episode. Should we do some spooky news? Ready? One, two, three, four. It's not world news. It's not important news. It's Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> 
mission. Bum, 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 you added one, two, three, four at the top. We're not supposed to do that. Oh, I thought we always did it. I forgot. For us, Annabelle Jones. Okay, I don't know why this caught my eye, but it really Annabelle Chrysanthemum Jones. What does that mean? Isn't that your middle name? Oh, Charlotte, you dingbat. Something with a C. Yeah, I wish it was Chrysanthemum. What's my middle name? I don't know. What is that? Thanks a lot. What, what would it be just from knowing me and looking at me? I feel like it would be a man's name. <laughs> a man's name? <laughs> because your middle name would be Chrysanthemum. What is your middle name? I'm not telling you. You have to guess. Oh, what, what is it like, Doreen or something? And don't Google it, Doreen. I don't know. Something like Illinoisish. I'm <laughs> not from Illinois. Your mom is, which means you are. Doreen. What? Lucy Doreen Walsh. Yeah. What is it? Marie. Oh, that's pretty. You should. You should Thank actually you. go by Marie Walsh. Bitch. Yeah, because that would make you probably like a bit less cunty as a person. Wow, you should go by, you should go by fucking Wet Rag Jones. <laughs> Come Rag Jones. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that even got you giggling. Wow. Right, here's my news. Okay. Okay, what is it? What is it? Come on, get it out. It's just so <laughs> Exclusive. Model breaks her silence on Eiffel Tower editing fail that went viral around the world and insists her bizarre post wasn't photoshopped despite several telling clues. What? Um, influencer Jess Hunt has responded to allegations she photoshopped herself in front of the Eiffel Tower in an Instagram post that went viral earlier this week. This week. The British model was accused of doctoring a video and photos of herself posing in a skimpy dress on the Pont de Lena, good French, the bridge that le leads to the world famous Parisian landmark, the Eiffel Tower. Um, when contacted for comment by the Daily Mail Australia on Tuesday, Jess stood her ground and insisted the post was genuine. So there's this girl, right? And she's wearing a nice yeah. dress. I like it. She looks good. And I wish the post was real, but I think between her legs there, I can see a cobbled street when she's meant to be supposedly standing on a tarmac street so there's also really? she's also perfectly lit like her face and body are perfectly lit which i think wouldn't be the case if she was really in the dark um and then there's a video of her walking up and down in front of the eiffel tower which you can do these things now you've got like literally i've got apps on my phone where i could put myself yeah, like, in the jungle or something um and not like the shitty so one that's on like FaceTime or Zoom or whatever, like really, really like real looking stuff. Um, and the comment on her thing said, these pictures weren't photoshopped. I was genuinely there. I even have a video on Instagram of me in front of the Eiffel Tower. You know, Lucy, I think there's one really simple way to get to the bottom of this mystery is show us your tickets, babe. <laughs> show us the exactly. fucking tickets show us your Eurostar ticket show us your plane ticket um, if you really want to just really get real show us your vaccine passport you gotta have one of those to be in France I think oh shit um, so why do people care if she's photoshopped or not <sighs> fuck 
me Lucy I don't know why do people fucking care about her anyway literally why does anyone care about this bitch she looks like every other fucking girl online literally I couldn't tell the difference first of all you can't tell if she's black or white which is the classic influencer move second of all she looks like every she's got the art she, there's like a filter they put on their faces that make them look different than they really are do you f- yeah. do you follow this okay i'm really dumb as you guys know sometimes i really do like like sometimes i'm smart but sometimes i'm a real dumb dumb and one of the things that i do that is really dumb is i believe the pictures that i see of celebrities and people online and i'm like oh yeah mm-hmm, that's how they look they've got like an impossibly small waist their face is perfect nothing there's no like pause on them and i'm like wow like yeah that person's really got their life together well it turns out every single picture that you see online or on instagram is completely photoshopped within an inch of its life i had a dumb moment last night where uh up until last night i thought that there was only one satellite in space (laughs) i thought that everything on earth is run from like one central satellite that the whole world owns and i saw a video of millions of things rotating the earth and bless your heart realized that i was having a dumb dumb moment oh that's cute that's like that's the very annabelle jones thing that you did there well that's why we hang out together wow i'm just looking through my instagram follows and seeing how many people i've had to um mute in the last year <laughs> yeah i've got my my list of mutes is long yeah god and it's gotten so much longer i can't find this fucking thing basically i follow a page right that tells me that shows me the pic the picture that is posted and then the real actual picture that is what the person looks like and bitch when i tell you that the shit that you're seeing online isn't real it's not just a little nip tuck kit it's a different person it's a it's a fake person it may as well be mm-hmm. an avatar it may as well be a robot it's wild isn't it it's actually mental i'll find the thing i guess i'll just have to share it on the um instagram or something but and i mean on here i'm following 1450 people so my mute list is 1448 <laughs> The only person... Well, you're muted, too, actually, on my Instagram, so... Fuck you! The only person... The only person not muted, I think, is my mom. What a cunt. This is why you should have been called Marie. (laughs) Anyway, the comments on this bitch's post say, she's literally got no shadow anywhere. Um, And then the other ones say, like, is she actually trying to pass this off as real? And then one girl says, like, I, too, travel with Photoshop you know you guys this is the collective dream of hell that i'm telling you we're in it's just like it's all you fucking assholes asked for this you followed this dumb bitch you asked for this you want to see dresses and bags and big fucking lips and fake faces and stupid asses big fat stupid asses that aren't even real and have no cellulite by the way it's not possible to have a fat ass with no cellulite you followed her you're perpetuating the cycle you're liking a post you're interacting 
You've asked for it, so don't complain about it when she gives you a fake video in front of the fake Eiffel Tower. Poor bitch, poor bitch can't even afford a ticket on the Eurostar to go and wear a frock in front of the Eiffel Tower, so maybe you should stop paying her. You should run for president, <laughs> that makes perfect sense. <laughs> what do you think about this? So this is, a, this is a really, like, fascinating forever subject for me of, like, people basically being, like, first of all, influencers, which I find so strange, and then the second of all thing is, like, fake influencers. So people like this who this bitch hasn't gone to the eiffel tower you know her face doesn't look like that these girls don't bodies don't look like that they rent their cars they rent their purses none of it's real yet the world keeps going in for it and asking for more 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 and then we all feel like shit about ourselves what do you think about that i'm actually not joking i think it's a collective living hell it's very scary to me that people spend their energy having these conversations doing that being not only an influencer which is insane to me but also there's so much smoke and mirrors to it that can be very dangerous for people following that person yeah because of the of the the toll it takes on the self-esteem mm. we mentioned self-esteem last week and i think that people are sick yeah this is a mental illness i believe that we're all caught up in and then there's people perpetuating it like this like the, all of these influences or whatever and i do just wonder like do they think about that you know, do they think about the fact that they've edited this photo within an inch of its life and that they are perpetuating this cycle of, like, creating this unattainable vision that right. they know people are taking to their... in people who inject them and give them surgeries and that do the hair extensions. Like, they know that they're perpetuating that. Do they never just think to themselves, do you know what? I think the message I'd like to send is actually my, maybe a different one. I don't know if they ever wake up to that, but I would say that you and I are fighting against that with, with our platform here mm. on our podcast and who we are as people. I think both you and I fight against that, and we connected because of that. You and I are people that others could look at and think, wow, she has everything. Her life is amazing. She's the daughter of a rock star. She's this, she's that. And you and I want to say, no. get rid of that shit. None of us yeah. have it figured out. We are not perfect when we wake up in the morning. Let's let's talk about that yeah. instead of, yes, like you said, perpetuating this unattainable thing that makes people suicidal because they think there's something wrong with them when they can't attain it. Yeah, and then there's like, those voices start creeping into your head and you start sort of looking at yourself differently of like oh my lips should be you start not liking yourself you for no like, reason for no reason and it's like some fucking dumb bitch you've seen on instagram's image and voice is in your head that's fake it's not even real in the first place we know this yet we keep doing it this EMDR that I'm doing now has taken a turn and now basically I've come to this point with all my like eating disorder stuff and everything where I'm ready to just get off of the merry-go-round do you know I just I can't keep doing this for the rest of my life I'm 
I've nailed the food side of it. I'm great with food. I don't have any emotional attachment to food. There's no such thing as good or bad food. Mm. I eat what I want, when I want. Great. But the mental side of it, the obsessive thoughts, the comparison, all of the kind of like OCD side of the eating disorder and all of the mental health part of it, I haven't exactly kind of gotten down yet. And the crash and everything has been very triggering for all of that stuff with me because I lost a huge amount of weight and then I gained weight back to my normal weight and that just triggered like mm-hmm. a mental fucking weird thing. Um, and Well, the substance, giving up the actual substance is the easy part, isn't yeah. it? Giving up the alcohol, giving up the food. The the hard part is what's it's like an iceberg. Mm-hmm. What's what the the part of the iceberg that you see above the surface is the actual substance, and everything yeah. under the surface is is the real work. Yeah. So all of this time, I've thought, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, great. I've got I've got it all under control. Well, I've got the food under control. I don't have the mental stuff under control. I mean, I'm doing well. We did a session on it. She's like, you're exactly where you need to be. We just need to actually commit to spending time on this and mm-hmm. I if I'm honest I've never actually committed time and energy to unpicking that and so I've been thinking about all of this stuff so much I've been thinking about why don't I like that thing on my body there's mm. no reason the truth is there's no reason so I want to just remove that why do I look down you know and for me, my like um, problem inverted commas area is my. I'm like obsessed with like my thighs being to this, that, or the other, and I look down, and every time, every time I'm, I'm like, it gives me a fright. Am I gonna do that for the rest of my life? Yeah. For something which I know isn't real. So I just want to like unpick that and just. I'm. I don't think it will ever be gone forever because I think that we live in a society where it's not really possible not to do do that stuff completely yeah and it's not our nature either yeah it kind of goes yeah it goes <laughs> against nature but i'm just ready to get off of the cycle because i'll i'll quiet the voice for a while but i know it's only a matter of time before it crops up again and there it is again and there i am looking at fucking what's this bitch's name jess hess jess hess in front of the fake eiffel tower thinking oh Oh, I want to go to the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I mm-hmm. want my lips to look like that. Why is my hair not shiny like that? Oh, she's got no cellulite. Okay, bitch, what? It's a disease. It's a disease. It's mental illness. I really believe it is. Anyways, that was my news. And I just... Maybe that's why I was attracted to this thing this week. Because I, cause it is... Because you've... Been going through that internal process. Yeah, I mean, for fucking years, but now I'm like actually committing to. Well, that's a question for everyone. Do do we want to get to the end of our lives, our one lifetime as Lucy, our one lifetime as Annabelle, and 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 see that you spent it just comparing yourself to the to imaginary who? things. It's make believe. It's imaginary. It's fantasy. It's fantasy. Do we want to live in fantasy? Well, yes. The answer to that is yes. Unfortunately, that's why social media is such a disease of the mind. That's why celebrity is such 
a mental illness, really. That's what all these apps where you can edit yourself to look like a Barbie, that's what they all reinforce. They reinforce this this fantasy do you, is what it is. Do you ever edit your pictures? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, and like <laughs> what kind of edits do you make? I'll like take off, you know, a big zit on my face or something. Of course we do. Of course we do. Yeah. Of course we want to present ourselves as the best that we can be. Yeah. And, and it's fun to have tools to do that. Yeah. However, it's like playing, you know, you want to just sprinkle a little poison in there. But if you really go overboard, you can become very addicting because then you're afraid to show up as you are. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine, like, this is why, I mean, I, listen, I edit my pictures as well. So I will take out zits. Mm -hmm. um, if, you know how sometimes you can be caught at a funny angle where, like, Yes. Something looks distorted. Like all of a sudden yeah. your normal looking arm looks like the Hulk's arm. Right. I will, and this is like a very- Or you have eight, eight chins because yeah. the camera is too low. <laughs> yeah. I have a very strict rule with myself where it's like, I can only go to what is, what I know is like natural. Yeah, exactly. I'm not making my lips bigger. I'm not making my eyes. No, it's bigger. not to like. I'm not it's doing not any to augment of, anything. No. Or it's if the picture is cute, but there's like one thing that's like fucking up the vibe. I'll edit that away, but I'll never make it more or less than what is exactly. there naturally. So that is the way right. in which I edit my photos. On my app, totally that agree. I, use, I have an option where like you can put a full face of makeup on me like I can oh yeah like, I can put me too. eyelashes on I can do and it looks so real it's I know crazy I do it sometimes and then I don't put them on I don't release them but it's so crazy to do to your face and your body I mean you can make your body into anything you can make your body into Kim Kardashian's body mm. and it looks like that's your body <laughs> and I know, and now the thing is, is that you can see, because we all have the same apps, you can see when someone's doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Because you know, you know the person uh -huh. in real life, yeah. and, and you're just seeing them turn themselves into this fantasy, and I just think it's absolute mental illness. Mm. It is a sickness, for sure. Um, yeah, so interesting. But when it becomes the standard, people are afraid to live not at the standard. Yeah, it's keeping yeah, up with yeah. the jo it's keeping up with the Joneses, isn't it? Like for a long time in my hair, I wore hair extensions up until a couple years ago because I was made to believe that that was the standard in Hollywood mm. and that I couldn't compete. I could not compete to get a job on television unless I too had those hair extensions in my hair. So it did a number on my hair. My hair, you know, was falling yeah. out and breaking breaking off and it really hurt my hair, but I wore them for years because I needed to be at the standard as everyone else. Yeah. And it's just not true. <laughs> yeah, it really isn't. And that's the thing that's so amazing about it is that I think you think that like the world's going to stop or something if you don't do this stuff and Truthfully, yeah. no one's gonna fucking notice. No one cares. Um, no, they're all thinking about themselves and their own, yeah, their own damn 
skinny waist their on own Instagram. Crow's it's feet, crazy. Their own, you know. I'm at the yeah. point now where I used to even like take pores off of my face, like if my pores were, and now I like really don't do that because I don't want to perpetuate the same that people are like not meant to have pores on their face. Every fucking person right. has pores on their face, and I'm not somebody right, that exactly. wears a lot of makeup. Therefore, I'm Me the pores are gonna show. And guess what? When I do fucking wear makeup, the pores still show around my nose. Just if anyone <laughs> else out there has some big pores on their fucking face, so do I. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. Like yeah. All of that I stuff. try to stand I try to stand for showing up authentically, being who you are. And so I feel a responsibility to carry that over to my social media. So I just try to be as truthful and authentic with my visuals as I can. Yeah, big time. I, um, and I, I want, I do that, and I feel that way because I want others to to do the same. And I know that when we function from, we lead by example. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful thing, and I don't think enough of us lead by example. I think we need many more people leading by example in this world. So if I can do my part with some small thing, even if it's don't cover up your pores, then I feel good. <laughs> the most powerful way to lead is by example the most powerful people say very little it's how you move through the world and that's mm-hmm. how you can affect the most change i don't want to hear all this because the the people who are like average people are the ones that as with a fucking everything in this world are the ones that suffer average people are the ones that get suckered into going to Ulta Beauty and dropping $500 on fucking foundation and this, that, and that, and the other. Or getting that, like you, get the hair extensions, telling yourself like, well, I need these. It's not, Jessica Alba can afford the fucking hair extensions and the face cream and the treatments and the whatever. It's up to those people. No disrespect for Jessica Alba, I just saw her on TV this morning. And as we know, I'm, there's only like three famous people who I know the names of, so I'm just, I'm just going from using her for that. But like they can they can afford all this stuff. We're the ones that get suckered into being like, Okay, I guess I'm just gonna put this on my credit card and hope for the best. Like invest their life savings into needing to look the way that these people look. Mm-hmm. Nobody's wrong or right for any of this. It's just a mental illness. When I catch myself being like, Oh, wow, like my arms are a bit sort of whatever I like look at my stomach and I'm like Hmm. Look. Oh, this is like. Look at this. Look at this thing here. And when I sit down, I've got quite a few rolls there. I think <laughs> to myself, yeah, I do. Who fucking cares? I'm not an Instagram model. Who cares if I've got fucking Me too. sick stomachs? Who cares if? I'm not putting a million dollars a year into my face. It's not my job. So it's it's okay <laughs> if I have some lines by my eyes exactly that's the thing i just have to remind myself sometimes i'm like oh maybe i'll just have half the burrito and it's like why i want the whole burrito i don't it's not like i'm kate moss and i've got to go and do the next rimmel campaign tomorrow right but when we're on in on instagram in our bed before we go to sleep scrolling and we're looking at, at kate moss and we're looking at skinny skinnies and pretty pretties of course you've got it in your brain and it unconsciously comes out in in the choice to have a burrito in (laughs) the choice to spend your entire paycheck on hair extensions it's just insane the only requirement i have of my burritos is that they are the size of like maybe a premature baby 
Creamy. If I can't punt it, physically injure somebody, then I don't want to eat it. That's the size I want it to be. <laughs> anyway, Lucy. You're going to have a burrito. Have a burrito. That's my news. That was very long. And, and it, I knew that it would create a conversation between us because it's such a weird... It's so weird, isn't it? Somebody's photoshopping themselves weird. on a holiday. Like, babe, that's <laughs> trash. That is trash. I'm just going to start photoshopping myself like on... So all the things I'm too scared to do, I'm just going to... On safari... <laughs> Just going going down the Nile yeah. on a little canoe. <laughs> well, yeah. that's the artwork for this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Us in the Amazon. Right. Give me a news then, babe. <laughs> I get an F for Halloween news because it's not creepy at all. It's very warm and heartfelt. Aww. So in Boston, a street musician was stunned by John Legend as she sang his hit, Rada Rao was performing John Legend's hit, All of Me, just out on the sidewalk, and John Legend was there, and he was performing, he was walking around the city during the day, and he came across her, and he stood there and listened, she's 22 years old, Aww. and she didn't recognize him, he was wearing a mask, and, and then he took his mask off, and he went up to her, and he gave her a tip, and he gave her a big hug. Aww. How cute is that? That's really She said sweet. she was so nervous when he walked up to her, and he just gave her a tip and told her to keep going. She was doing a great job. I'd shit myself. <laughs> what a gift to give to another musician who, who's just doing whatever it takes, hitting the pavement out there on the street, singing for the love of it to make a couple bucks, and you just tell her, you're doing great. Keep going. Did it say how much of a tip he gave her? No, it didn't, but that's a good question. Mm. Better have been 100 at least. John. Listen, John. Minimum. Not to be funny, but... <laughs> what if you gave her, like, five grand? Did it... I would love to do that. Didn't Rihanna go to a strip club and give the girls, like, 25 Gs or something? Like, she gave them, like, five that's amazing. Gs. amazing. It was crazy. I mean, if I was Rihanna, I I'm can't. a billionaire, I would. I'd be like, yes, but I can't wait to do that stuff. I cannot wait. It'll be so fun. You remember when... Um, Bono gave somebody like 20 quid. <laughs> 20 quid? Are you serious? I 20 quid and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, yeah, don't worry about it, mate. See, don't that's... worry about it, mate. And he just got absolutely rinsed <laughs> for it online. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's a tricky thing because if you under tip and you're super famous, people will talk about it. Oh, my friends who work in restaurants talk about it. Trust. All the time, yeah. Oh, there's a, speaking of Instagram, there is another account which you guys should follow that is all if you are like me lucy won't like it i'll tell them the account they should follow that i love after you're done so go ahead and do yours and then i'll tell them lorena mckennett central so <laughs> so if you love all the celeb shit like me there's a page called listen this is really humiliating for me because i can't speak french de moi so it's d-e-u-x-m-o-i i think that's how you say it guys i de moi. yeah i don't speak french but on there they'll be like anonymous please spotted john legend at this diner bad tipper only left ten dollars or something 
So it's like a watch on celebrities and everyone sending shit in all the time. It's basically like Gossip Girl for celebs, which is a reference you won't understand, so. Wow. Well, I will definitely have to go uh, follow that. And you, Annabelle, this isn't that you won't love this. You love this kind of stuff, too. But everyone should go follow Wondrium, W-O-N-D-R-I-U-M. It's this platform where you can learn about literally anything. They have little talks on anything you've ever wanted to know just type it in and there's all kinds of amazing things to learn so there you got two new sites you can get your celeb gossip you can get your learning you can be a well-rounded human being god what a dream (laughs) well what a fantastic new segment should we do some listener feedback yes let's do some listener feedback i was very emotional over a message we got this week i know i knew you'd get emotional about that it just makes it worth it, like we said. Go on then. Read it to us. Okay. So this message came from Sophia about our episode last week on value, on called Valuable. She said, this week's episode was excellent. Wow. Thank you for sharing your experience. Hearing your story was a very specific kind of hug I've been needing for a while recently found out my grandma had been moved to end-of-life care communication with her had always been rocky the Sophia's had to go through family members and workers to try to get a visit with her grandmother which was denied in the end Mm. and she says it's frustrating like you said there's a lot of shame in it I've been doing my own work coming to terms with this and what you spoke about really helped me take a step further into healing big big hugs thank you for everything you girls do this week and every week beautiful thank you Sophia that's really cute Amanda says that part about finding the energy and inspiration to make your weekly episode my mum has been unwell the past few days and I've been on a down dark spiral recalling my dad's brief illness and death your podcast always manages to pull me out of whatever dark place I'm in and get me to think about something else you are consistently helping at least one person. Thank you. Cute. Amazing. Very, very, very lovely. Um, thanks for the feedback, you guys. It really brightens our days, weeks, months when we hear from you. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Since it, since it is Halloween. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite or scariest or worst Halloween memory from your life? I mean, as I said, I literally never do Halloween. Every year I tell myself I'm going to and I don't. I never do it. My best Halloween, I think I was about six and my mom let me have this like massive Halloween party. It wasn't that massive. It was probably like 20 people. (laughs) Four but people. for me, it felt like fucking hell. Like, we're mm-hmm. going the fuck off at this party. And she went all out. She put, like, that spiderweb shit on everything. There was, like, spooky treats. It was just, like, spooky lights. The whole thing was, like, smoking. It felt so real. It felt so, so real. I even remember it now. And I had um, a costume, which was a witch, where I was wearing something that i think slightly now resembles blackface but actually it wasn't blackface it was just it was soot from being a witch 
I was like, it was modern soot. Um, and then, and I bet you got it from the fireplace. Didn't yeah, you? probably. I probably just like put it on my face. Um, and then, so that was probably the best one. And like all my friends came, and it was just so thrilling. I just, it oh. felt so real. And some of my sister's friends were there as well. So there were some grown-up girls who just made me feel re- wow. really cool. Really cool, yeah. Were there boys there? No, was it like... no. I went to an all-girls school at that point. I only knew one boy. Right. There were no straggling neighborhood boys that just showed up because they smelled women. No, I live in the middle of nowhere. Don't. I don't know. Maybe there's a stable boy or something. I wish there had been a stable boy growing up. Jesus fucking Christ. That would have been There was boy. this one guy who... It was when I was older, I was in my 20s, who, around the time of my sister's wedding, I was in the field, and this man started walking up our field, and I was like, huh? Like a scary man? <laughs> no, I mean, I was scared. That sounds terrifying. I was scared at first, I was like, who the fuck is this man? And as he got closer, I was like, oh my god, he's gorgeous. Who is this man? He was so sexy. I know, exactly. He became, we called him Sexy Jesus from then on, um, because he looked like Jesus. He was probably just a bum that was staked out on your property. He was a guy that was doing landscaping for our neighbors, and that's why he was in the field, because he was like checking out the trees and blah, 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 blah. So up he comes, and then my sister invited him to her wedding, which is so weird. Of course he like you just met this guy could you be any more obvious and i saw them talking out in the driveway and uh oh the plot thickens i was like i have got to meet this man so i went down to the car to get something i didn't even know if there's anything in the car i just thought there's no, gonna be not. i've got there's gotta be something in there because we know how i leave my car yeah. it's basically like another room in my house so i go down and the only thing in my car is an urn that I've collected from the charity shop. Oh no, what a cock rock. <laughs> Not really, because I fucked him. So, <laughs> so I come in, I've got this urn, and I walk to the door and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. You know, just pretending like I don't know he's there or who he is or anything. I'm sorry, I lost track of how old you are in this I'm like story. 20, probably 20. Okay, for a second I thought you were like no, 9 No, 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 He's he was, and okay. he was older, he was in his 30s. I loved older men at that point, very dysfunctional, daddy issues out the yin-yang. Um, Look, girl, <laughs> you're talking to, uh, you're talking to your soul sister, so. Um, and so he shook my hand, and have you ever had a moment with a man where, you sort of that first touch is like oh no <laughs> like this is this is gonna be a problem in my life yeah yeah so i just remember looking at his hand and it was all grubby and soily and dirty you love oh, that fucking, i loved it and it was all gruff you love that and i just looked at him and he looked at me he had the bluest eyes and he was so cheeky and um his name was will and I love that name. <laughs> I do. I've always been obsessed with that name. Of course I married a <laughs> Um, And then we sort of hung out a few times. And, and then he had to go back to work. He had to go back to the fields. You know what? The, the, okay. This is a book. It's 
called Lady Chatterley's Lover. I know, I really want to, I, I think I've seen it, but I would go on these long romantic walks like I do now, and he used to drive this old postman's van, so anyone from the UK will remember the old, the red vans that the postman used to drive, and they were very rickety, and he had like a very old one. So I'd be at the top of the hill, and I'd see him way, way down, a mile away, in his red postman van coming along the lanes, and on the, the thrill it would give me, knowing that he was maybe coming closer and then sometimes it would just be the postman which would be disappointing but um <laughs> it's literally the storyline of lady is it actually lover. he would pull up yeah he would pull up beside me in the car and i just like lean in the window and just i was all young and nubile and i'd be like hi will what would happen when it would be the fat postman you'd run back in the I'm house like, oh, hello <laughs> oh <laughs> head down hello nope. don't talk to me um <laughs> But yeah, he lived in this beautiful, he lived in his sister's house down at the bottom of the hill, which is now inhabited by, um, God fucking hell, not Tom Holland, not, uh, I can't tell the difference between all these blonde heads, not Benedict Cumberbatch, who's the other one? Matt, he had a ding-a-ling with um, Taylor Swift. Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston lives yeah. in that house now. Um, and he oh, doesn't know that love Tom Hiddleston he doesn't know that I've fucked in his house so wow I saw him on Broadway I should have yelled it out in the middle of a performance hey by the way your spare room <laughs> my friend fucked in your spare room can you imagine oh my god he'll be like which Jesus one because it's a mansion <laughs> um, um, wow that, wow well, that took a turn I don't know how we got there What's my childhood memory of Halloween, you ask? Yeah. I do ask. Go ahead, ask me for ask me for editing purposes. What's your childhood memory of Halloween? <laughs> Actually, I'd rather know. I know we're gonna do a love and sex episode, but have you got a yes, have we you are. got a story that's like my story that I just told? <laughs> that's more fun. Do um And not your husband, that's boring. I have a good one. Okay. Yeah. So once on an I had a romance on an airplane <gasps> in first in first class flying from Los Angeles to London. So it was a 12-hour romance. Yep, it was a 12-hour romance. Literally don't remember his name, no idea <laughs> who he was or how to get a hold of him. It it happened like 10 years ago when I was going to my family's for Christmas. So I'm in first class and I'm sat, sat next to this super handsome, really lovely, charming guy. He's in the stock market or something. And so right when you sit down, they bring you champagne mm -hmm. in first class and, and a little snack. So we just said, okay, cheers. And we just got to talking and then they bring you a wonderful meal. You have dinner in first class, all the drinks you want. Like it's just bottomless well mm -hmm. of alcohol. So we just had a great time. We shared dinner together, and then we put our seats back into the flat position and just had some cuddle time. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Turned out the light. I am dead. And then at the end of the 12 hours, we shook hands and went our separate ways. <laughs> Samantha Jones of you I love it 
I know, it was so romantic and exciting. It's good that it was 10 years ago, because if it was now, he'd have Instagram and he'd be able to find you. Exactly, yeah, there was none of that. Nope. I s- Untraceable. I snogged a man on a plane <laughs> once, just completely. And I was on... I mean, I have too, but they were my boyfriends. Yours was probably no. It a was a complete stranger, and I was I was underage. <laughs> I can't believe you wanted to know about that instead of my favorite Halloween memory as a child. Did you hear what I just said? I was underage. <laughs> you cut out when you said that. I didn't catch it. Tell yeah, detail. I was more. underage. I, what's to tell? There what was a man, saying? and he was like trying to. He was trying to tell how old I was, and he was like, so do you drive? And I was like... When you say there was a man, I picture, like, an old no, man. No, 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 he was, like, a sexy guy. He was, like, a sexy guy, probably in his 30s, and I was, like, 17. Was he a flight attendant? No, 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 no. he was just a hunky man. He was, And I think I was, like, 17, probably. Um, Were you sitting next to him? Yeah, but, but Annabelle, that's not underage in England, so, hey. Yeah, but it is in America, and I was in an American airspace. You were in the air, okay? You were in the air. I made that man into a diddler. <laughs> he doesn't even know it. Well, you could probably That's tell. That's the thing about that was really confusing for me in the Me Too movement because I was like, yeah, 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 I've been Me Too'd for sure. Like, as in, like, I've been, like, sexually pestered. Me Too. Um, groped. Sexually pestered. Pestered, yes. attacked, molested. How far do you want to go? Been there. Right, exactly. Me Too. I've also done some pestering, you know. So but you've also been, the, you've also been, been the pesterer. It's just in my nature. Hey, it's water under the bridge. I probably will squeeze your bum. Yes. All right. So that's just a little teaser for our sex episode that's coming Love up. Love and sex. Love and sex. We're in the middle of our research, heavy, heavy research right now, and we're about to ask the listeners to join us. This is going to be an interactive episode. We're very excited. I can't, it's hilarious that we put a lot more thought into the sex and love episode than Halloween. We just fucked Halloween off. I know, off. we really blew it. What is your best Halloween memory? Oh, thank you. I know you really seem to want to tell a story, so let's do it. <laughs> I don't have a story. <laughs> they just used to be so magical. My mom, Aww. too, would have parties for me and my friends. And my favorite thing was this jello mold that was a brain. Wow. And you'd do it and then have it on the table and everyone could take bites of it and it was like we're eating a brain oh my god (laughs) i just love halloween it's i just love it all i love christmas is my favorite holiday but halloween is so much i think that's the problem i've got with halloween i'm just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay christmas what's your favorite holiday christmas Christmas? 100 i'm just like can we just get this out of the way so i can get to christmas Oh, it's so the thing fun. I care the most about. Like, That's I'm really looking forward yeah, to Christmas I know. in England. Oh my God, me too. See you there. Yes, Christmas in England. So jealous of your high clear castle. Oh, can't wait for you to podcast live from their dining room. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> you can too. We can do this. Come on. They're not going to notice if you like slink off, sit behind a potted palm of tree they in are. the in the. No, there's plenty of potted palms you can hide behind. Oh, all right. But we can do this. We can do it. I'll try. Until then, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you all have a 
spooky. Wait, no, Halloween will have just passed. No, it's coming out, out on Halloween day. Hello? <laughs> I've never seen you disassociate that deeply before. I just pissed myself a little bit. <laughs> I thought I couldn't remember. Oh, well, then everybody have fun tonight. Be Are safe. you going to actually, were you, was your text bullshit about going to that haunted place? About you and I yeah. going? No, I already called them. <laughs> okay, well, when are we going? We should have done... Like, a month ago. We should have done it for this episode. We're the worst! Oh, my <laughs> God, you're right! Shit! You guys, can we have a redo? Can we have a redo? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. in two weeks? Yeah. It's going to be a Halloween redo. No one will be in the mood then, because they'll be on to Thanksgiving, and nobody will give a shit. It's true. But, I mean, to um, be fair, we, have a lot we of- get a lot of messages asking us to do more spooky stuff. You guys love the spooky stuff. I know, that's true. All right, so yes, Annabelle mentioned like a month ago that you mentioned this hotel up north that's super haunted. And I called them to see if we could stay there, and they said, no, it's not open to the public, but they would make an exception for us. So we're going. They're going to make an exception for us. Yeah, they said, I told them that we had the podcast and that we wanted to come there and like do an episode about being there and they said they'd make an exception so i'm supposed to call the woman thank you for reminding oh me oh my god wait do we have to stay the night there yes, no that's the crazy part that's the crazy part is like we very well could be the only guests no, in the no, hotel no, that no, night no 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 <laughs> so it'll be like the shining no <laughs> <laughs> Also, the other funny thing that could happen is that there could be a wedding there during that Great. time. So we would be <gasps> these two random yes. girls that are staying in their hotel when they've rented the whole thing out. But there's these two random ass bitches in room 11. Spooky wedding crashes. Yes. There's the hook for our, sh- our TV show. <laughs> you are so good at getting people to like let you do stuff. I'd literally be like, I know. Oh, um, hello. I am. Um, Oh, never mind. Bye bye. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's because that's how English people are. I've heard. Oh, um, I've heard it's a bit spooky no. there. I was wondering if. Oh, never mind. Goodbye. <laughs> if, if it's not too much trouble, it is. Oh no. Goodbye. So sorry for. Sorry asking. for wasting your time. Okay, well, when can we go then? I didn't know that someone was making an exception for us. Now I feel rude. Now I feel like I'm late to something. No, I'm the one that forgot to call her for the last three weeks. Yeah, we can go. We're going to set it up. She was very excited. She was titillated by our podcast. I told her who we were. You know. Oh, my God. Who am I? <laughs> I just said there were two dumb bitches with a microphone, and she fucking loved it. Can you it. get her to tell me who I am? <laughs> Um, listen guys, we know this one's been a bit all over the place. We were going to do one episode this week and we didn't, we couldn't do it. So at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. This podcast is free. You're welcome. See you next week. (laughs) It's like a Halloween candy grab bag. You just stick your hand in, you get a handful of random shit. (laughs) 